Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 156 of Intuitive Bites. Today we're talking about three questions to ask yourself when you have overeaten. Overeating behavior is one of the number one reasons clients come to work with me, right? It's that out of control feeling around food. It's that you know, even though you know that you're full and you probably don't need any more, you can't stop yourself from continuing to finish the plate. Um, So if you have experienced this, if you're experiencing this now, I have three really great reflection questions to check in that are going to open up your ability to be able to understand where this is coming from, which is going to further your ability to stop that in the future. All right, so before we dive into that, just a reminder that you can apply to work with me in my Food and Body Peace program. So if you are really, really struggling with grasping these intuitive eating concepts, or even further, if you kind of intellectually get them, but you really don't know what it looks like in your day-to-day life, and you want that support and guidance and a roadmap to peace around food in your body... I invite you to apply. The link is in my bio on Instagram. My handle there is at the intuitive underscore RD. And you can submit your application and I'll reach out and we can just have a chat and see uh, if this might, might be the right fit for you right now. All right. So on that note, let's go ahead and talk about these three questions to ask yourself when you have overeaten. So we're just going to get right into it. Question number one is when is the last time you had eaten prior to this overeating experience, right? So a lot of times, not always, of course, but a lot of times overeating behavior is going to happen a little bit later in the day, right? It might not be at breakfast. Or if it is at breakfast, maybe it was a very late breakfast, but I'm, I'm getting away from myself here. A lot of times it ends up being in those like afternoon and evening hours. So I want you to think back and consider when is the last time I'd eaten prior to having this overeating experience? Had it been four, five, six plus hours since I had eaten anything. And even if that's not the case, maybe you had gone a long stretch of time between breakfast and lunch or between lunch and a snack like late afternoon or something like that. So just kind of consider, or were there any parts of my day when I either found myself really overly hungry, hangry, ravenous, or even if you didn't feel that physical, you know, kind of chaos in terms of hunger, was there a long stretch of time between eating? Because for a lot of the clients that come to work with me, they're not super connected to uh, hunger cues. So it could very well be that you're like, no, I'm not experiencing any hunger, but there's actually hunger going on that you're not aware of. So long stretches of time between eating and or extreme, you know, uh, experiences around hunger. So that's, of course, the first question, because in almost every overeating experience that I identify and and talk through with the clients I work with, there is at least some element of physically 
physically being hungry, right? Like physical over hunger, even if they're really, really not aware that that's, that's the case, right? Because usually the narrative is like, oh no, I didn't really need to eat or I wasn't even really hungry for it. Um, but these questions can kind of help you connect with that. Okay, so that's question number one. Um, and of course, the, the quote unquote solution there is going to be, how can I prevent myself from going those long periods of time without eating in the future? Um, do I need to, you know, have more snacks available for my drive home for work or more snacks available during my work day because I'm coming home every day with an empty lunchbox because I ate through everything that I brought. Maybe I need to be bringing more. Um, so these are the kinds of questions and things that are going to help you prevent going those long stretches of time without eating, which will take down the intensity around these overeating experiences for sure. Question number two, overall satisfaction value of your day of eating. Okay. So in general, if you think back to before you had this overeating episode, how satisfying and enjoyable and pleasurable were your experiences around food? Were the foods that you chose to eat throughout that day? Um, in comparison to the satisfaction value of the food that you ended up overeating. So the reason I want you to check in with this is because I often see clients getting into a pattern where they're kind of just like, um, you know, not really prioritizing satisfaction at breakfast or lunch. They're kind of just getting the food in. They're like, eh, I'm not really craving anything really big at this time. Like maybe this is my quote unquote opportunity to get really quote unquote healthy or good foods in because I'm not really being driven towards some of those other things. Um, so there's not a prioritization of really satisfying foods. And this kind of builds up the need for a lot of satisfying food all at once when that evening hour hits or that afternoon hour hits. Um, so if that is kind of what happened there, um, then you know the problem is really that we need to build in more satisfying foods throughout your day, throughout your week, uh, rather than having these pockets of time when you're having all the satisfying food all at once. Um, but what I really got, want you guys to be thinking about with these questions is that the problem is not actually the overeating experience itself. The overeating experience is a symptom of the problem. It's a red flag that something's going on. So we really need to focus our attention not on how can I get myself to not overeat this delicious dinner meal, but how can I, in this case, build in more delicious food more often throughout my day, okay? So shifting the focus to where you're really gonna make uh, an impact. Okay, and then my third and final question that I, I want you guys to check in about here is how often do you eat this delicious, satisfying food? Um, of course, I do want to make a little caveat here that I do understand that sometimes you overeat foods that you're like, that wasn't even like super satisfying or delicious. I don't, I don't know why I even overeat that. Um, so obviously, I'm kind of gearing this conversation towards like if you overeat something that really was highly palatable and delicious. But uh, the other scenario is a conversation for another day. Um, so sticking to our point here. So how often do you eat this delicious, yummy food? Maybe it's, you know, you ordered takeout and then, um, you know, ate through everything that you had ordered, or maybe you made lasagna or oh, who knows what, right? And you ate through every, every last bit of it, even at the point where you're like, oh, if I eat anymore, I'm really going to be stuffed. But like, for some reason, you just couldn't keep eating or couldn't help continue eating. So once again, the problem is not 
in that situation as much as I know that you want to frame that as the problem and that you just need to pay more attention and have better willpower and blah, 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 blah. The problem in this case is maybe we need to include this food uh, more often, right? Um, maybe we need to order this takeout food more often. Maybe we need to start experimenting with having this takeout food for lunch some days, right? Maybe you always only have it like at night and it's only like once a week or a couple times a month or whatever it might be. What if we brought that into our lunch hour or like just changed up like the access accessibility that we're giving ourselves to that food. And that really is going to take the power away from it. That doesn't mean that the goal here is for you to not enjoy that food, but right now it has too much power because of its limited access. Um, so yeah, consider how often do I enjoy this food? How are, like, are there ways I can increase access to this? And I know there's a lot of considerations here. It's not like we can necessarily, uh, not like everybody can just decide, okay, I'm going to order this takeout food seven days a week for the next three months, right? <laughs> Maybe that's not doable. Uh, but even if we can just take a step in the direction of trying to prioritize having more access to it, or even just having a mindset of access, right? Rather than a mindset of, um, you know, I really shouldn't have that again, you know, so it's, it's really that like permission mindset. Um, so I hope this is helpful for you guys. I think that these questions and this curiosity around overeating experiences is really what makes the difference in you being able to throw a wrench in these cycles that maybe have been active for as long as you can remember. Uh, so often clients come to me and they're stuck in these these cycles of guilt and shame and judgment with the overeating, right? And they're stuck in this like blaming themselves situation because that's what you've learned from the culture around you, right? It's just like, just try harder, get a better, better handle on it, uh, have more willpower. Like there's something wrong with you if you can't just like stop eating when you're comfortably full. But in reality, there's these other driving factors and these questions that I presented to you today are what is gonna to get to the root of those driving factors so that you can actually heal them, right? But if you're stuck in that cycle of guilt and shame and blame and judgment, it's a barrier to these questions and this curiosity that ultimately will get you to a place of changing the pattern. So I hope that makes a lot of sense. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode today, I would love to work with you if you really are feeling called to get some more support, guidance, and just have a roadmap to getting to that place of healing and peacefulness around food in your body where you're just not thinking about it all the time and you're just naturally eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full most of the time, eating in a really satisfying, pleasurable way. Like That is possible for you as much as you're like, there's no way I've been in these patterns for as long as I, I can remember, there's no way I'm getting out of it. Uh, support and guidance and, and a little bit of, you know, yeah, a roadmap is really the difference that, that you might need. So the link is in my bio on Instagram if you want to apply to work with me in my program. Uh, my handle on Instagram is at the intuitive underscore RD. And that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will be back in a couple weeks with another one. All right. Have a great week.